here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is Happening. You know, I have a question about the news because I was looking for stuff to talk about on the show. Um, uh-huh. And is it just that with the internet, there's so, m- for lack of a better term, there's so many more pages that have to be filled now with shit at all times? Because, and I know I've bitched about this previously, right? But I saw a story, like, I feel like like probably two in every ten Maybe it's probably higher percentage. Maybe four in every ten news stories is like this TikToker explained this, and it's like what? Like it's like oh. it's it's like a um, this woman was a waitress. And I saw something, and people ran out on their tab, but they left their glasses behind, so she broke them on TikTok, and she's like, "Those glasses cost more than your tab," and it's like. I don't think this was news ten years ago. Like I think this right. was just like some shitty thing that happened to somebody. Do you remember? And I don't know if we've ever talked about it on this show, but there was a there was a minute a few years ago that I had a job doing voiceover on a gossip website. I don't I don't think we talked about it too much on this show, but yes, I vaguely remember this. And and it might have been like there might have been some episodes way in the beginning. There might have been some like this is happening and and overlap on. No, I think you were just doing the Australian sports report. I think that was pretty much it. Okay. And God, I forget about some of these things. And um, uh, that was a lot of the reporting is like is, is so this site didn't they had writers, but they didn't have reporters. If the, if you can understand the difference. Right. Yeah. Like no one no one is making their own. They're only aggregating shit they're finding elsewhere. They're not even aggregating it. They're just ripping and rewriting it is that, that you know, they're taking a story off so this is what would be considered reporting, right? And I think it, for 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 sort of like a gossip, for like a a fledgling gossip site that's trying to make it, like this might be okay. Where what they would do is is you know Jay Z and Beyonce would be spotted at a you know famous taco restaurant. Yeah, and I, something happens when they're there. So th- the story goes on the big. Would your voiceover sense. be like Jay Z and Beyonce got tacos? Arriba. Like what it, would you? It would. It would be. You were very close to what it sounded like. <laughs> but the thing is, is like what would count for reporting is that they would go on social media for the trend and then find someone who said something about it. It's like Jay Z and Beyonce went and had tacos. One Twitter user said, "Huh, I wonder if they were corn or flour tortillas." Yeah, dude, I I'm telling and, you, and yeah. that counts as reporting. Well, that's also the thing now when they're like so and so is as you know said something that has Twitter like this is just like that BuzzFeed esque like you can find nine people who say anything about anything on Twitter. You know, another like, user said, "Must be getting spicy that relationship." I feel like a tweet should have to have at least a thousand engagements before I give a shit about it. Like I, I'm sort of with you. On like that. like if if some if somebody says like, "Uh, I don't like that Kevin Hart made a joke about whatever," and then, and then BuzzFeed's like, "Kevin Hart has Twitter users up in arms." It's like, was well, that just some fucking girl in her dorm room, like, right? That didn't get it. Like I don't. You know? Yeah, like that's not something I I so agree with you on this, and it's and it's when I see people do it, I instantly fucking dismiss their shit. Yeah, well, because it's like you know, the argument is that okay, the internet's great because everyone has a voice, right? Like, and and I understand that you don't want to be gatekeepers to certain things. That being said, I would argue quite passionately, actually, that uh, not everyone needs a voice. We don't need to hear from everyone. Yeah. Not everyone's opinion is valid. Like, this is where I'd love to get some of the people that we went to college with that are now, like, serious news reporters on to talk to them about this style of reporting. Yeah, well... The- There's got to be a name for it. Like, like in, in deep in the Shit industry... Shitposting is what yeah. the name should be. No, deep in the industry, there has to be a name for it. Like, there... The, and, 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 and I guarantee you that it's labeled toxic. Well, it's not labeled good. I don't know what you're researching. You're just, it's like opinion fact. <laughs> yeah. but Which but the, aren't facts. Exactly. But the, 
you know, there's there's such a fine line now between somebody who's an actual reporter and a talking head. Well, I well there's do, not I just, actually, but the, the general public thinks there is. I just saw it like like Fox News in the right. And listen, all the news places do it to some degree, but I think they get the closest to it that I just literally saw exactly what we're talking about. It's like critics think we should be terrified. I'm like, you're not citing fucking anybody. Yeah. Are these reputable critics? Of course someone's like, like there's a critic out there fucking says that we should be terrified of tacos. Yeah. I, I don't, it's like credible. Well, it's, it's also, we've, in America's obsession with celebrity is what has done this on some level where I'm going with this next because we've allowed people to get famous at one thing and and this has been a thing forever and, and sometimes it's for good, right? Where, you know, maybe uh, like Jon Stewart, for example, uses his celebrity to bring attention to a cause. But all of a sudden now you have Adam Carolla, who I think is funny, we've had on our show, but you have Adam Carolla on Fox News for fucking what? What does Adam Carolla know? Why would I put him on a news channel? And then, you know, he tweeted something the other day, like, is it time to admit, like, Adam Carolla basically, like, I want to, f- I'll find the exact uh, tweet, but it was something along the lines of, is it time to admit that everyone was wrong about COVID? Or so- and I was like, no. No. Well, dude, it's the exact same, you know, like, if I threw some shade at Fox, I got to throw some shade at fucking MSNBC that every 10 minutes you turn on, I'm like, why the fuck is Rob Reiner on again? Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Who, who cares what Meathead thinks? Uh, Adam Carolla's tweet was, let's never be done with all the sheep who tried to cancel us for being correct about COVID. You are cowards who lack character. History will not be kind to you. That probably will be, quite honestly, because I have to imagine that people that are vaccinated will live longer and probably write the history. I don't I know. kind of agree with that. Yeah. And then uh, he's he's saying, you know, get back to me on the vaccines in three weeks. Let me know how good they are. It's like, oh, dude, dude. Come on. Yeah, we're a lot later, and uh, I think it pretty much fucking worked. Like, uh, it's just, it's, but but this is what I'm saying. Like, so so because Adam Carolla is very funny, it's like, all right, well, now we're going to put him on TV. But this well, is all, to, to get back to the original, the original thing, the reason I brought this up was just because people get, get to this point where you brought up reporters, right? Yeah. Th- there's not actual reporting going on very rarely because that takes so much time that our attention span is not there. Like, you could do a story on, for example, I would imagine Hunter Biden's laptop or whatever. You could find, you could research it. They could be a New York Times expose about the whole thing. But that takes months and months and under-the-radar work. And it's much easier to just go on TV or the internet or Twitter, in this case, and pontificate bullshit. Well, the, the, the sidekick on the news changed. Like, I think I think that we've... You talked about it. It, it, it. We there isn't. An, I don't think there's enough conversation about the the news anchor is the leader and the person delivering the news, right? But the, but rarely can you think in your life is is there just a news anchor solo? There is always a sidekick, mm-hmm. and that sidekick and and generally several sidekicks, right? Several minor players, and and in my childhood. It was always reporters Mm -hmm. or maybe, maybe a big expert, right? But sometime around OJ Simpson time. It's when the the news became entertainment. Well, the report, right. But the reporters went away and then you started getting the talking heads, the pundits, the commentators. And so they, they were, so, so the people it exchanged where reporters were standing there giving facts and they were standing on the scene talking to people at a disaster or it just any event, something like what's going on here. Now people sit around a desk and talk about what they think is going on there. And I, I don't think that the importance of that has been underlined enough. <laughs> I'm laughing. By the way, I, I'm not laughing at your point. I'm sorry. I pulled up a story. You said Nicole Brown Simpson or the OJ trial, which made me think of Nicole Brown Simpson, which right. then made me think of I saw a headline that Chris Rock is taking heat for Nicole Brown Simpson murder joke on 
TMZ, which again is just a bunch of fucking Twitter users talking about right. a joke he told. Right. However, this joke is hilarious. I think he told it when I saw him at the garden. Chris Rock has the internet up in arms over a joke he made comparing his possible return to the Oscars. Rock performed Sunday in Phoenix where he reportedly told the audience Oh coming... no, this is no. <laughs> Rock performed Sunday in Phoenix where he reportedly told the audience coming back to host the 2023 Oscars would be like asking Nicole Brown Simpson to go back to the restaurant she ate at before she was brutally oh, murdered Jesus. in 1994. <laughs> oh my god. And now people are like, makes sense he got slapped. And it's like, no, first of all, that's not how this works. And I, and if you recall at the time, I didn't even really care that he got slapped. But it's you can't be like, well, he said this other thing, so now it all makes sense. Not how that goes. Not how that goes. Also, See, now, funny joke. I want to know. I want to know the name for this style of reporting. And if there's not, then it's then not you reporting. And I, it's just no, aggregating. It's, it's googling. It's googling yeah, shit and being like, maybe this is the news you seek. No, that's not even aggregating. I mean, in that sourcing. Is it is it like the internet age of man on the street? Like that's really what it is, isn't it? Yeah, but you don't know, know if the person's like, real. Yeah, you don't even know if it's it's a real person or a bot. You have no fucking idea. Forty four billion dollars tells me it's a bot. Oh my god. Anyway, I, I just I, 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 I and if there's not Mark, and if there's not like a, already an industry name for this style of sourcing or this style of reporting like you and I need to to or like um coin it we need to we need to name it and we need to write a wikipedia page utter shit that's what it is it's that's just fine. utter shit it's terrible it's opinions of people that you did it's just like you can you know what it is it's like when you have to do a bibliography when you're writing a college term paper yes. and uh you know, before all your student loans are forgiven or whatever everyone's <laughs> mad about. And uh, and you it's like if you were just making up your own sources because you can find anyone. Anything you you disagree. Like, yep. I could go on Twitter right now. Like I, I guarantee you I could write a piece that's like uh, Amer- Americans think marrying children is good. Like, like, and I could just find five tweets that are like, I don't know, I'd marry a child, some fucking weirdo out there, put it in this story and be like, people are saying. People are saying. I hear people are saying, Mark. I mean, Donald Trump apparently on Truth Social, and it, which is great, because that's the other argument. People say, like, you know, what does banning these people from platforms really do? A fucking lot, from what I can tell. Because yeah. I, I only hear about Donald... Do you realize how crazy Donald Trump has to get now for whatever he's posting on the internet to make news? Yes. Like, apparently he's posting all the time on Truth Social, which is like, you know... Well, today he said we need to have a new... I think there's something which like... Is like if Grindr was called the heterosexual, <laughs> heterosexual app, but fine. And <laughs> we, need to, we need to have a new election immediately and he should be reinstated as president. Totally fine. Yes, go yeah. for it. But just like posting Q propaganda, like straight up, like just... It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, I, I just... I was thinking about that as we were looking for show prep today, so I wanted to... to um, Bring it up. I Wait, had. A, how did you bring that up? Because uh, you you made me think of a point, and then we went somewhere else, and I lost it. Uh, how did I bring up what Donald Trump? No, just what you said. I just the, said like it was like I was like TikTok, and it was like she broke someone's glasses because they didn't pay her tab. No, it was after that, but that's okay. Never mind. Well, anyway, um, I had a very annoying morning, and I this might be I, this is like I have some parent complaints. If I'm gonna be be you know I have I had to take Simone to an allergist okay okay, okay. My, she's 23 months old okay now this is like a pediatric and adult allergist and she had to go to the allergist because like a couple months ago she had an ear infection and she took a certain drug and she got a rash and it's probably nothing but they were like you should get it checked out okay so, so like, this isn't this isn't like a pressing issue this is just a yeah we're we're making sure and what's important is when I called the allergist to make the appointment months ago mind you they were like what happened and I was like she took a drug called seftonir and they were like got it we'll mark that down I go okay so first of all we get to the allergist and my wife brought up a good point uh-huh. if you're gonna be a pediatric anything you gotta have some shit in the waiting room like for a kid you got to have one of those things that's like, you know, like the, 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 you, you slide the things around it. Like, that's like all bendy and shitty. <laughs> yeah. You got to have that thing. Like, like, like the children's abacus. Yeah. Like literally yeah. anything. Okay. Yeah. Anything. None of that here. All right. 
Then we pay a copay. We have insurance. It's a $40 copay, right? Mm-hmm. We go in. The doctor's like, what's going on? I'm like, first of all, I, I've i never seen a pediatric anything that had that wanted less to do with children. Okay. He handed her the piece of his stethoscope, very coldly, I might add. And she yeah. was like, I'm going to think about putting this in my mouth. And he was like, don't put that in your mouth. I'm going to take it back. This is how the man is talking. And I'm just like, all right, oh, Christ. All right. Okay, fine, whatever. Then he's like, what's going on? I'm like, hey, so it's like a Seftonir thing. He's like, oh, all right. Um, yeah, I don't have anything to test for Seftonir here, so I'm going to write a prescription. You can get that. You can come back in a couple weeks, and we can do this again. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then I was like, okay, all right. Um, but what about the copay I paid? He's like, oh, well, like I had to set aside time to figure out what was wrong. And I was like, no, you didn't. I literally called, and when they said, what's wrong, I said, we need to investigate Septonir, and then I walked in here. Yeah. Like, you have no fucking idea where I'm here. Right. And charged me a copay to just write me a script, which basically the method, by the way, Ryan, is take the drug again, let's see what happens, <laughs> and, and charge me for it. And then when yes. I question it, say, well, look, you know, I didn't know what was going on. It's like, but you did. And Ryan, I understand time is money, but that would be one thing if I said, "Hey, we're just coming in for an exploratory visit. Have no idea what could have caused this rash." But you they, act like you've never been to a fucking doctor before. But this is what I'm still saying. It's bullshit. I know. It's fucking this is insane. What, this is what they do. Our medical system is totally fucked up. So I was just like, "Whatever, fuck this guy. We're never going back." Sarah has it in her mind that we are getting this money back. She's already called and been like, what is happening here? Oh, my God. I mean, you're probably not getting... I mean, like, listen, I've had relationships with... uh, Here's the thing. Where this is probably a problem, right? It's the first time you saw this doctor. Mm -hmm. Now, I've had relationships with doctors that I've seen for a very long time, and this happens. And and all the, it happens all the time. We're like, ah, yeah, yeah, it's something very similar. And like, you got to come back in a week. Half the time, because I have that relationship with the doctor, they don't charge me the copay. Mm-hmm. The second time, yeah. But I think I think this is probably you know like you, you're right. You maybe need to find a new allergist. Yeah. What what are we seeing? If I'm worthy to come back for free? Oh, we'll see if he pays his tab this time. First of all, this it's it, this place was 40 minutes away. I had to take you know take time out of work, schedule meetings, get the kid there. Only be told, oh yeah, come back, dude. Not Fuck every off. doctor, not every doctor is fucking good. That's the the I had I had one specialist once. I think I told you about this guy that like had his father in the fucking examining room with me. I don't. Did you bring that up? I don't remember that. I don't know, dude. I it was it was I the guy was examining me and like his father and I guess it's fine. But his dad was like in it. He was old and he wasn't. I don't think he was. Maybe he was and I just didn't know. Like I don't think he had any medical training. But like he was doing the sort of role of the nurse and his his he'd be like hand me a you know a depressor. And he'd hand him a wooden stick, you know? How did he know it was his dad? He you, he, he was just like, this is my dad? Yep. Why didn't he just lie and be like, this is some old guy who works here. He's like a medical he, assistant. He, he didn't have scrubs or anything. He was just dressed like he came in off the street. But couldn't you have been like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah, you, it, was, it was fucking weird. You were just too uncomfortable to do that? Well, I was sort of like he was kind of an old harmless guy who was just handing him, um, you know, instruments and stuff. Do you know how many priests were just old harmless guys or so people thought? (laughs) Well, they didn't. He didn't. He didn't get near me. So. But you get what I'm saying is sort of like, well, this is really weird. And then I got in an actual altercation with this guy because when I walked out of his appointments once, his secretary or his, you know, like office manager was at lunch. And so I didn't pay the copay. And he like called me back and demand that I come within 12 hours to pay the copay. Why couldn't you just call on the phone? And I'm like, dude, I because he wouldn't take credit cards. He only took cash. And I'm like, dude, that I have doesn't an strike you as odd. I, I no shit. And I'm like, I have an appointment with you next week. 
And he's like, and I'm like, I'll just pay the both co-pays then. He's like, no, if you don't come back today, then like, no. And I'm like, then don't worry about it. I'm like, I won't. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to come next week. So did and you then, ever go back? No, I never went back to this fucking guy. And I actually somewhere there is um, on one of the doctor review sites. I actually like left a full account of everything. Now, this was this was 14 years ago. That seems shady that this doctor only took cash. A lot of doctors only do. What? I've run into a lot of New York City doctors that only take cash. I have not run into really any where that's the scenario. So that seems odd to me. It seems like you're going to a lot of weird drug front doctors. (laughs) No, I think think it's just they don't want to pay the credit card machine. It's it's not as common. But when I first moved to New York City, it was... That was 20 um, years ago, Ryan. it It wasn't 20 years ago, but yeah, it's close. But it's only been within, a, like, my my doctor for a long time didn't take credit cards. And she was great. She just retired. Mm. This all seems very odd. I just feel like this guy took money from me today. That's the issue I'm having. Was I wrong? Like, I, like I, I'm not, trust me, I'm very deferential to doctors. I go to doctors all the time. I'm a hypochondriac. I think that he, I think that he should have not, um charged like i think he it i think it's fine that he collected the the copay from you today but i don't think when you return for the results that he should do it again just to point out i just like to point out there's no actual results here's here's what happened but you get what i'm saying yes right? but we were we were in the room for uh i would say 90 seconds <laughs> he literally was like oh i'd seft in here i don't have that if it was peanuts i'd like go get some peanuts and i was like so why did they make such a big deal out of me informing you or your office six weeks ago when I made this appointment. Right. It's always very uncomfortable asking for money back. Yeah, I'm not I, good at it. I normally just swallow it down. Normally, normally yeah, I do too. But I think like, I think in this case, I would you be happy if they don't charge you when you come back in two weeks? That's so here's the thing. I specifically said to Sarah, I'm like, if you're going to make this call, the one thing you cannot do is agree to don't charge me in two weeks because I'd be like, no, you're doing something in two. Like, charge, don't charge me today. I, I don't understand that. By well, the way, well, they already charged you. They could just refund it. It's on a credit card. I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's just you realize you're just being you're just being principally silly, though. No, because I'm not going back. Oh, well, then, then, yeah, okay. So you can't. Okay, so you, so you wouldn't be happy with that. No, you won't. You won't make that agreement. You I don't think I'm going to head that. back to this place. It okay. was weird. I didn't like it. And then they charged me forty dollars for me to tell them something I already told them over the phone, and they said, "Yep, yep, got it." Well, I will tell you, um, <laughs> it's generally something that's pretty true, especially with specialists. As you said, that like the waiting room was was sterile, right? Yeah. But did he have other patients? Yes. Okay. What do you mean? I've been to places like this where another sign that this might be a run doctor, uh, run from the doctor, is they won't, like, you're the only, like, you've been, I guess you were there for 90 seconds, but, you know, if there were other patients when you were there for 90 seconds, it is somewhat of a good sign. Yeah, but what I would say is if you're at a doctor, uh, uh, the biggest sign that you're at a run doctor, if there's no one in the waiting room, is if you're in the waiting room and they're not taking care of anyone, go, go, why are you in the waiting room? That's a good point. I just mean like it's more like the 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 asking trying to ask for a refund is like such a shitty thing when I it's just, like we've gone over this like if it's a Target or Amazon I don't give a shit but when it's like some like business like that's like a small business it sucks. I just feel like um you never get a refund at a doctor. No. It's just not a place you get a refunder. I don't will. even think I've ever tried. Yeah. Actually, I mean, thank, thankfully, it was only a copay. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's and more like I'm more truthfully. I kind of want to be like, I th- sir, I think you're possibly committing insurance fraud. If you, you know, try and tell an insurance agency that what you did today was doctoring, that is some shit. Well, maybe maybe you shouldn't be dealing with the doctor's office. Maybe you should be dealing with your insurance company. 
Maybe, maybe you sh- I mean like I I would say that it's a it's you would have a better chance with the insurance company than you would with the doctor. Were you guys talking about asking for refunds or something on the mashup today? Yeah, Nicole and I got into uh, you know because- You would have thought you brought that up when I repeatedly talked about how hard it was to ask for a refund. I dude, no, it was a totally different situation. I don't this isn't even like it wasn't asking for a refund, it was asking for a discount. Oh, okay. My mistake. So when we talked about it, when we talked about it before the show, and you said there was a thing on the mashup, and I said, "Oh, we'll bring that up when I bring up the medical thing." That didn't. You said no. You said maybe, maybe. Oh, you'll Jesus bring it Christ! Up. Well, anyway, what happened with them? Because I, it struck me as something that that was similar. To be quite honest, uh, Nicole was at a restaurant, and they uh, she sat there for a long time without getting her order. And they, if I'm telling this the slightest bit wrong, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to. Um, and the the manager, I guess, offered to take uh, some off the bill. Mm-hmm. And when they got the food and they got the bill, nothing had come off. And Matt was sort of like, whatever, let's just pay it and go. And Nicole's like, no, fuck that. We're going over and we're paying it. And I'm sort of like, listen, like in a mom and pop place, I don't mind paying full price. Like I'm sort of like proud in a way that I can pay full price. And and I'm not going to go back and say something. I'm just going to I'm just going to take it. Counterpoint. If somebody says, hey, we're going to take this off the bill, and they don't, they've lied to you. Yeah, I guess. I don't see it so much as a lie as an oversight, and I see it much more in the way as like, and I didn't get to all these points on the mashup, and the more time you have to think about it, but I see it much more in the way in the relationship of a good friend, that if you and I go out, and I don't, or you don't get me back for a round of drinks, like... When you said you would, it's not that I think you lied to me. It's that I know that one day you will take care of me. All right. Did I tell you recently when I went to the... I I forget if I bring this up because we do the show so much... Uh, the uh, I went to this place when when Sarah was away. Did I tell you how I or- I ordered the sa- the the food and the kitchen was closed halfway through? Did we yes. talk about that on air? Yes. Yes. Okay. In that situation. It's like you fucked up, restaurant. Oh, totally. But you don't think – I guess what I'm saying is I understand the service, a mom and pop situation, but there's also an element of good customer service that that, that, that the restaurant – look, if they say, hey, we're not going to do anything and they're just going to be shitty about it, fine. you got to pay for what you ordered. But if they actively say, hey, look, we're going to make this right, and then they don't, I think you're well within your right to be like, hey, hello, we had a talk about this already. Uh, yeah, I know that's that. That was Nicole's point, and I don't want to argue it a second time. But dude, I just I don't I I I feel, let's put it this way: pour soup I, in your lap, let everyone no. do whatever to Ryan Sampson. <laughs> yes, no, it's not like that, and, and and it's more of like it's more of like a pride thing in the way that I grew up. Right, I I don't know how to describe it, but much in the way it's very similar, and that you look like you can't afford it if you ask what market price is. So you think you're better than these people. Not that I think that I'm better, but that, like, I don't think that, like, uh, yes, they offered a discount. And, yes, everything wasn't perfect. But in the end, like, I pay for what I was expecting to pay for. Yes, but but what it kind of sounds like, and I hear you, but what it also sounds like a little bit is, listen, this poor mom and pop restaurant, I can't be asking them for free fries. I'm Ryan Sampson. I'm doing fine. They can't afford the fries. I can I can afford to pay for the shitty food. I will do it. You're doing it so that you feel good about yourself. Maybe, yeah. That's kind yeah. of shitty. Oh, no, it's not. I, what, that I can afford to pay for what I order? You think you're better than you them. Th- yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you how superior I am because I can, I can fulfill the obligations of what I ask for. Ha ha. I... Look down upon you all. But but what is your recourse as a customer? You're pretty much saying, like, do whatever you want to me as long as I eventually get... No, 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 no. Do it over and over and over again, and I'll stop being your customer. But, like, I'm... I'm, I'm, Is this a place that they went to numerous times? It sounds like it, because it sounds like they had a relationship with the manager. Ooh... Well, so like, like this is, that, uh, yeah, like I, and listen, I get it, right? If they're going to offer you something for free and they offer it, go through with it. But I'm, I'm, I just, I'm just not that person. 
I, I'm much I'm much more in that it'll work out in the end. And if they keep doing it to me over and over and over again, I'm going to stop going. Hmm. All right. Well, if they had a relationship, I kind of get it. Otherwise, they're in the same situation as, as me, where I'm like, why would I ever go back to this doctor? You fucked me on your first possible attempt. <laughs> yeah, I, I would I would deal with the insurance company with this doctor. I don't know. I'd say I don't really care. Like ultimately, it's not to, not that I think I'm better than anyone, but I was like, oh, it's forty dollars. I I don't know. I don't yeah. really. It was, but Sarah, Sarah's. Uh, I feel like she's kind of doing this for sport. She's annoyed by the, the the waste of time and also the general weirdness of the whole thing, and she's into it for that reason. Well, it sucks when you find a. a how'd you find this doctor? By they were way? recommended by our pediatrician. Okay, which is another thing. Um. If we're as long as we're talking about dent uh, or not dental, um, medical copays today. My pediatrician Simone had a hundred and three point seven fever in the middle of the night, like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. So I called and trying to get a doctor on call. What I got apparently was some nurse line that cost twenty five dollars to call. Okay, fine, it's twenty five dollars. I don't give a shit. However, I didn't call to talk to a nurse. I called. To talk to a motherfucking doctor. Okay. And so, not only did you not give me what I wanted, you're now charging me for the thing I didn't ask for. Annoyed. Yeah, I I think it, it is it called like doctor line or like is no, it's there... just you call the office and I guess it auto connects you to it. Oh, so it's 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 um your 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 pediatrician is part of a group. I guess. Yeah. I mean, what's a group? Like like 10 doctors? Yeah. Sure. Then yes. Or even or even larger, like 10 to 100 doctors. The other thing is um is the way I'm picturing. Is it. is today's show just mark bitches about uh medical things cuz that's a I very so. boring so, listen. Yeah. I'm sorry to everyone. You don't have a you don't have one of the uh the apps? What apps? Like a, there's there's like actual doctor apps. No, I, I I'm a real person with who wants my medical concerns dealt with. I don't want to try and show a boil on my kid's head on Facetime. I, I listen. I've I've done it twice mm-hmm. in on like weekends when I didn't want to go to the emergency room for something because it was like it's one of those that I needed to see a doctor or that I should see a doctor because it was painful. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to go to an emergency room because it's not an emergency, but it's do you wait three days or two days or do you just fucking get on the app yeah. and, and show them your boil? I understand telemedicine. It's just this was three in the morning. Yeah, that's the perfect time for telemedicine. Uh, I, I thought I was doing telemedicine by calling my doctor's <laughs> office, as they say to do. Yeah. Furthermore. Well, the, oh, as they say to do so they can get another copay. And no you. shit. Furthermore. Let me ask you this. One last doctor complaint, and then we'll okay. move on. All right. The next day, after all this happens, I call the office in the morning because they told me, like, hey, you know, call the office again in the morning. They don't call back all day. I finally have to call the office again at, like, 445 because I'm thinking to myself, all right, they're 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 busy. You know what I mean? But Simone's sick. I got to get this dealt with. They're like, okay, come in now. By the time I get there... I also get hit with an after-hours charge, which if you had just fucking called me the whole day after I called at 8.45 in the morning, I wouldn't have gotten. So I ask you, am I being a douchebag? Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they, they, they're like, oh yeah, we were going to call you later. It's like, well, shit. <laughs> I think you might need to find I, I I mean it sounds like you're dealing with corporate medicine. I just feel like I'm getting nickel and dimed by my child's doctor. Yeah. And listen, I know that they're a dying breed, right? But it sounds like you're getting uh like you've got some sort of corporate medicine going on and you need What do you to want me to get them? like moonlight gram? Yeah. What, like, okay, just yeah. like what, okay. What was it she choked on? I don't oh, know. a hot dog. Mm. I'm old and dead now. I guess I'll just fade away into death. <laughs> Unlike your child. All right. I said we were talking about this today. I saw this in the New York Post. A granny's dying wish. A giant penis on her tombstone. Oh, hey. A great oh. grandmother. This is from New York Post. Uh, Brittany Miller. No, wait. Hold on one second. Is this is this a normal 
tombstone and and the it's carved into it or is no, it a no. it's like a, a cock statue monument. yeah okay okay a great grandmother had a singular request for her grave a five and a half foot tall nearly 600 pound penis statue now this isn't like one of the the masonic like um washington monument sort of uh triangle ones no, right no this, this no. is a veiny dick dude oh um Katarina Ordunia Perez's family erected the I see what you did, New York Post, erected the monument in recognition ah. of her love and joy for life, according to Vice. She wanted to break the paradigm of everything Mexican, where things are sometimes hidden because of not having an open mind, her grandson told the outlet. She was always very avant-garde, very forward-thinking about things. She died at the age of 99 in January 2021. Um was known in her small town for her fascination with penises. Hey, where is this small town again? Exactly. Um, listen, if you want to get a blowjay from an old lady, I have a Mexican vacation apparently you could have taken. Like, can you imagine if your grandma was the cock woman? You'd be like, fascination with penises. Like, you would have to imagine that that means that she was blowing people a lot, right? You know, I did. I did when I was when I was uh, in a cab in Las Vegas. I saw an ad for a place that that had puppetry of the penis. Yeah, puppetry of the penis has been around for a while. It's like yeah, this- because you imagine if that was like, you know, your dad. I remember first seeing it on HBO's Real Sex. <laughs> but how do you t- like like? Was it was it it was um, Stan, right? Whose father did it? What? On South Park. Oh, I thought you meant Stan from the Morning Mashup. No, no. She always said that we were vergas. Vergas is Mexican slang word that can mean three different things. There's the usual English word that means cock, but it can also be an insult that means go screw yourself or you aren't worth shit. The third way is actually a compliment, calling something cool. Just depends on how it's phrased. Thank you, New York Post. Anyway, this woman, this thing is huge. <laughs> if the, the, the engineer who built the statue said at first, I thought it was a joke. Because it's not very common to see these kinds of sculptures or monuments. And even less so in the memory of someone who's deceased. It took a team of people to make the monument. And after it was unveiled on July 23rd, the statue caused a stir. Ooh. Uh... About out of every ten people, I think that seven see the statue positively. <laughs> How visible is it in the cemetery? I don't know that. I, I don't mean, like, know. is it near the road or is it like? Do you have to drive in and go through seven of those dirt paths where you're going in a circle it's and a good get question. lost? I don't know, but it's pretty big. I just texted it to you. It's like a dick. It's like a mausoleum cock. This is also one of those graves that it looks like you can walk into. Oh wow! And the I I pictured yeah, it's bigger I, I, than you thought, isn't it? No, it's not bigger than I thought. I pictured, um, like a white marble, maybe. No, no, it's but this yeah, this is a this is like a this is like a an iron rich clay. It's appropriate. It's an appropriate color for penises. I mean, it looks like it's straight out of the ground in North Carolina. <laughs> yep. Would you say that color soil, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is a homegrown dick <laughs> that's on this grant. She loved penises. I said we'd talk about it. We've talked about it. I have a, I have a, um, a cousin with a, uh, an interesting uh, gravestone uh, sculpting. Sculpt, or I guess it would be carving. How long has your cousin been deceased? Um, Ten years now, maybe. Okay. What's years. the carving? It's a giant leaf. Okay. And it says legalize it. Oh, God. I, this is, I don't want to like talk about, I don't want to talk ill about your family members. Uh-huh. But I, I don't am, know who, I don't know. It's never been discussed in my family or it's never, I've never discussed it with anyone in my family. I've known it's there. I don't know how well known it is in my family that it's there or anyone else because the front of his headstone is is facing, you know, the cemetery and the back where where this is is up against some, you know, woods. 
Well, I have to imagine someone's aware of it. He didn't oh, carve yeah. it himself after his death. Yeah. Um, so was this person really into weed? I do. I mean, they were. I mean, he was sixteen when he died. Oh God, this is it sad because I want to like now that I know these. I was gonna say any people who like become like weed people. It's always strange. Uh, see, that's I don't know the story of how it was decided that it's that it's there. Was he killed in a drug deal gone wrong that could have been avoided <laughs> had it been available at a sitco? Because no. then I would understand. No. Well, uh, I, I don't. I, I well, I dude, I don't know. How come weed is one of those things that people can base their entire identities around? You can't do that with beer, like if, if or vodka. Like if you're you, you're just a drunk. Like if <laughs> like if your tombstone said like drink them down. What like, you don't think you're a stoner if you like if you go around and and have weed socks up to your knees all day every day that people aren't gonna look at you like you're a stoner? Oh, I know they are. I'm saying like it's always weird and people are like, yeah, it's just a plant. Like I love weed, but when you make it your identity as far as and again he's 16 so i can't totally you know go in on it but as, as far as putting it on I, your tombstone I don't, I don't know that he had i, I do i don't think you know wait so your any. family's so fucking weirdly redneck that somebody died and they just stuck legalize it carved into his tombstone and it doesn't even you don't even know enough about this person on whether it makes sense or not and you think in I, fact no it made, makes it makes sense but i don't know how the decision was made to get it there Does that make sense? I mean, like, I don't know this. I know it's there. I don't know the story behind it. Maybe the kid liked weed. Did the kid like weed? I probably, but like, I don't think he was the main driver. You think it was like his father? Uh huh. What? <laughs> like, come on, I need more <laughs> I, on this. You see, that's I. I don't know. This is the thing, Mark. Is I really don't know. If Simone were to tragically pass away, other than being literally the worst possible thing that could happen in my life, I can assure you that I would not put legalize it on her. Did was 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 cannabis involved in the death somehow? No, no, I I did. That's that's. There's so many. um, uh, It it, that's so contentious too. It's it's not it's not what you would call you know. And I'm dude. I'm far enough outside the family on this one that I don't know the details, but. There was a lot of uh, unanswered questions. Hmm. Well, I don't. Well, to which I don't know any answers. So I don't even. I don't even speculate about this stuff. What I'm telling you is just fact. Is that I know that is there, and I know nothing else. I feel like people make their identities weed. People kind of do it with wine, right? But not beer or vodka. Uh, I knew a guy who, who actually his nickname was beer. How fat was that guy? Uh, he was, he was in decent shape. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how, uh, later in life is true. Having a nickname kind of sucks. I always think it's weird. Like when you're an adult with a nickname. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you and I both have the same nickname and that's, uh, fair enough. Do you mean our last name? Correct. That's not a nickname. But it is. No. Your last name is not a nickname. It's uh, part of your name. I mean, I, I, I don't. So you think your name is Ryan Nickname? That's how you think of it? <laughs> no, but I, I don't like, like not every. Okay. There's a difference between calling somebody by their last name and then that person who goes around calling everyone by their last name like they're a fucking gym teacher. I was going to say, yeah, I, um. And so that's why, like, like in the cases that you and I, for some reason, it, and, and it, we're not, we're not, there's not everybody that we work with that people just go around calling them by their last names. But you and I, amongst our little group of mutual friends, yeah, do I, both address us by our last names. And it's not because of the gym teacher syndrome. Uh, oddly enough, I believe you call me Mark and I call you Ryan. Yes. You're one of the very few people that calls me Ryan. Yeah. Now, I I think it's just because I never... I think Zito must be fun to say for people, and I never corrected anyone. But but it's I don't think it's a nickname. Like, I'm not going around being like, hello, my name is Thunder. You know, like, it's... <laughs> 
Sounds fucking right. ridiculous. Yeah, that's I could I could never. It's it's flow in the. Can I be snake? Like we have a dude. Like I've noticed when we merged with Pandora, there were a lot of people at Pandora that, and I know that there are people that have radio names, right? That it's not their real last name or something. Yes. But I just feel like, like for example, on BPM, Geronimo is on over there. Do you think right. that man's given name is Geronimo? No. Could be. Yeah, but it's not. And and could be could be illegal. But you then know. I noticed there are people on like the corporate side of like yeah, he's on air. It's, I was gonna br- I was gonna bring this up. There are people on the corporate side of other companies that go by. They're they're like 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 they're on air. Yes. Like there used to be this one guy. His name was Mark K. And it's like, why don't you use your full last name? Why why are we going? Why are you trying to make your name a brand? Like yeah. if I went by Mark Z, people would be like, <laughs> you talk to Mark Z. It's like, what? Do you mean Mark Zito? No, performers like tend to use other names, right? Whether it's because their name is so long and nerdy that you could never put it on a marquee. Mm-hmm. Or they want um, some level of anonymity. Yeah. That's right? a hard word to say, by the way. That's a hard word. I always fuck that up. Anonymity? Yeah. But those are the two main reasons why people, why performers use, but there's nowhere else in the world. Like somebody who's a school teacher. Yeah. Whose name is, is you know, Nancy Bukowski doesn't come to work one day and be like, I'm in Boogie. <laughs> That's true. And expect everyone to just fucking call them N Boogie like it's normal. It's, if you're on the radio, it's, it's fine. You're N Boogie. Yo, yeah, and it's also it's also funny because like you'll be in meetings and somebody will be like, "Did you talk to Boogie?" It's like, no, right? Man, who the fuck's that? But there will be people who work for record labels, who work for like off the air on in, in radio companies as like lawyers, and and it's like, what are you doing? Oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> but you could like you'd never I can't do tell that. If this it, is a very inside discussion, it probably is. But Ryan is oh. so accurate that yeah, you'll be like, hey, what's your name? Someone be like, my name's Spins. It's like your name is Spins. <laughs> All right. My name you, is Mark James Zito. Okay. What do, you, uh, what do you do, Spins? I'm the director of uh marketing. What? <laughs> I, I, and listen, every once in a while, you'll get some of these people and you'll you'll sort of start and you'll realize that, like, maybe they had a show somewhere or did something and performed like when they were young and they just held on to well, it. It's fucking over. OK, but then there are people that have never like is my my famous line. They they couldn't read a Dr. Seuss book to a group of children and entertain them. There's no fucking way they've ever performed anywhere. And and they're spins like you said and i don't know if this this is probably more of a work from home thing i don't think it's specific to our company but there's like certain people who look like on zooms like they just got off a skateboard yeah like they're outside a 7-eleven that's like <laughs> what, what are you are you a prof- do you have children <laughs> now like i understand that i don't dress the best right and i often come across as uh a little gruff, but also I feel like when I'm not on the air, my job is not like I'm not in human resources. I'm in a, like my I'm when I'm on site at an event, it's I'm normally setting up things and pulling boxes around, whatever. Like most of the time, if you come see me on an event day, I'm wearing like athletic shorts and a T-shirt because I'm doing like actual manual labor. Yeah. And then you got people that it's just like. I, I I don't understand it. If you go by a nickname and you're over and you're out of college, stop it. Don't professionally be like <laughs> like I I oh who's who's my HR rep? Oh, it's Tex. What? Right. No. <laughs> Have some respect for yourself. I mean, I guess some people it's a, because there's uh, we'll, we'll bring how do you uh, my friend Biff exactly his name is gerald (laughs) also and i guess professionally he does use gerald i would fucking hope so yeah he very much does isn't biff like you biffed it you fucked up also is he named after the back to the future person that is the worst character that movie (laughs) that character is a shithead (laughs) 
Like, I have no idea if he's named after Back to the Future Biff or not. Biff. Like, like, what's cool? How did he get the nickname? His parents gave it to him. Like, it, it, that's what I'm saying is, like, I think he's had it long enough. It might predate Back to the Future. Did you, like, we call my daughter Beanie sometimes. Or it, Bean. it, it's going to stick. Okay, but, like, no. She's not going to be like, like, when Biff met you, was he like, hello, I'm Biff? Yes. No. Okay, I'm not going to have Simone introducing herself as Bean. In fact, early on in her life. We did have to start purposely calling her Simone all the time because we realized that we yeah. were calling her like silly shit all the time. And she just kind of thought that was her name. I'm probably the one that makes it worse because whenever he meets new people, he introduces himself as Gerald. I'm like, that's fucking Biff. Yeah, that's a shitty that's, thing for you to do. It's probably my fault. My cousin, my cousin's name is TJ, which is totally fine. That's like a real name, but it stands for Thomas John. And he told me at one point he was going to start going by Tom. You're like dead naming Biff practically. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want to be Biff. Maybe he'd like to be respectable adult Gerald. Yeah, you're right. Shit. Although, he was on a fantasy draft last night with us, and we had a Zoom room, and he was just playing 90s rap until 11 p.m., so everyone on the Zoom had to hear it. That was annoying. You were you were pretty you were you were having uh, at the end of the draft. You could tell the annoyance had set in on Mark, and not necessarily about the. Uh, what do you call it? The music. I just had a terrible draft. A terrible auction draft. It was, I was saving all my money for this one. I was saving, I thought I was going like, to, we, we got to get out of here. But basically the long and short of it is that the, I was saving money for this guy. Everyone else had a quarterback and Aaron Rodgers was still available. So I thought I was going to get Aaron Rodgers for like $4. Yeah. Okay. And then I didn't realize that there was this one guy that only had one roster spot left and like $50. <laughs> I didn't realize because it's like everyone else still had a ton of players. And out of fucking nowhere, just because he only one roster spot left, he just he just goes $50 for Aaron Rodgers. And I was like, what just happened? And then I had no quarterback. No quarterbacks. It just uh, went to shit. Did you look and see how you did on uh, draft on the- grades? Probably yeah. not great considering as of right now, I do not have a defense on my team. But Did you see who it said had the best draft? Was it you? Yep. I guarantee you your team will suck. <laughs> I know. That's the shitty part. It's like when it told me I was number one, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm screwed. All right. Any thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, that's it. All right. Be here tomorrow. 